The Aspire podcast series has been developed by Sheffield Callum University Aspire Scholars as a resource to support students on their career development journey. The Aspire programme is dedicated to eradicating structural racism in higher education, working collaboratively with institutions to implement policy changes that promote diversity and combat bias. By amplifying the voice of black scholars, the programme aims to enrich the academic community with diverse perspectives and in doing so, strengthen the foundation of knowledge for generations to come. Aspire is more than a programme, it is a catalyst for change, a path to excellence and a promise of a more inclusive tomorrow. Good morning and welcome to the next episode of the Aspire podcast. Today I'm joined by Shun Kolade. Hi Shun. Oh hi Tonya, good morning and thank you for having me on this uh, interesting podcast series. Great to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you very much. I'm Sean Collardy. Like you just said, I'm a professor of entrepreneurship and digital transformation at Sheffield Business School uh, here in Sheffield Hallam University. I had, had you know, previous uh, research and teaching positions in other UK universities, more recently from the Montfort University. My background is engineering, actually. I trained as a civil engineer in my first and second degree and the PhD in international development. And from there, I've been doing research leadership, entrepreneurship, and digital transformation. I'm also uh, a CEO of, uh, of, of, of a tech, tech hub, uh, so not just an academic, uh, but I, I, I'm a CEO of two, two companies, as well as a founder of two other charitable organizations. So I'm also quite you know, actively involved as an entrepreneur, not just as a scholar and academic. Which is very apt for today's episode, which is all about entrepreneurship. And um, just before we start and hear a little bit about more about you and your journey and your experiences, can you define for us the concept of entrepreneurship and what this actually means? Well, entrepreneurship is in a nutshell about you know finding new means, new resources, innovative, creative ideas and processes to create value and to capture value. So it is about you know opportunity recognition. It is about opportunity exploitation, and it is about you know resource mobilization and resource recombination in a creative and innovative way to create value and to capture value. So create value for others and capture value for yourself or for the organization. And where did your passion for entrepreneurship come from? So at what point did you think, actually, this is the area that I kind of want to specialize in, if you like? Well, I mean, so that's an interesting question. I would say, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial. You know, I mean, I, for example, founded an organization at the age of 12. 12? Uh, yes, yes. When when I was when I was in uh, year eight, and I had with me, actually, you know, majority of those who were co-founders with me were older folks, some of my seniors in secondary school. Uh, so I've always been involved in the idea of, you know, coming, creating, you know, new organizations. I mean, that was that was a social, you know, enterprise, by the way. It wasn't a, a commercial enterprise. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I've been I've been at this, you know, for for a very long time, uh, because of the passion, really, to 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 make impact, the passion to create value, and not just economic value, but like I said, initially when I started out in the year eight, it was about, you know, creating social value. It was about going out to rural areas to see how we can support and help people. Uh, and uh, and also, you know, doing some re- rehabilitative work, actually, with offenders. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, at the time, you know, uh, going out to, to, to speak uh, to those who 
uh, incarcerated uh, as a as a as a fifteen year old uh, and younger before that. So I, th I think that has been on for a long time. Uh, and then going forward, you know, I found that again when I got to the university, I led you know an, an organization, uh, and uh, I have been at the heart of that even before I then you know begin to study it as a scholarly subject. So you started very early with your entrepreneurship journey. You are also employed by the university. Could you tell us kind of what does that look like for you? What are the key differences in terms of being an entrepreneur, but also being employed? I mean, so that's, again, a very interesting question, Tonya, because more often than not, people tend to think of entrepreneurship as something you do outside of an organization. Uh, but there is the idea of intrapreneurship, so entrepreneurship is about, you know, being entrepreneurial within organization, about, you know, uh, going, you know, a step further, not just as an employee doing what you are told uh, or what your specific briefs are, but also actually being creative, being innovative, you know, moving things forward. And I found that uh, as being for me, everywhere I've worked uh, as an employee in the academia, I've always gone there, you know, with, with the idea, with the mindset of, you know, doing something new. Uh, so in my last university, just to use an example, I started, you know, a new cluster uh, within uh, five months of arriving uh, and then also engaged in uh, working, setting up a spin-off company, uh, actually, uh, in subsequent years while I was still there employee should not restrict or limit the entrepreneurial uh, uh, intentions and interventions and activities. And for me, you know, it's been uh, easy to do that to, you know, create yeah, external engagement with businesses as well. Does being entrepreneurial come natural to you? Has it always been part of your makeup or is it something that you've kind of had to develop and read up about? Yeah, I mean, so that question is in two parts. I mean, so I think... For a lot of people, there's always a little bit of entrepreneurial, you know, uh, latent entrepreneurial uh, attributes or, or qualities. Uh, so for me, I think, like I said, it's, it's been part of me for a long time. But entrepreneurship is also something that, you know, you cannot enact without uh, a commitment to the process of uh, uh, building skills and competencies and learning new things. In fact, entrepreneurship is about adventure. So in the process of that adventure, you learn new things in order to be more productive, in order to be more effective. So I would say this both has been part of me, but also very importantly, equally importantly, has also been you know, something that I've had to build and develop and rescale and upskill uh, along the way as well. Uh, but rescaling in the context of application, rescaling within the experience of stepping out to do things rather than waiting uh, before you step out. So when you step out, you find new situations that require new kind of responses. And those situations then sort of uh, induce you to go and learn new things in order to be able to respond. So the Aspire podcast is all about inspiring our listeners and particularly those that are quite early on in their career journey. Who has inspired you? So which who do you view as a successful entrepreneur, for example, who's inspired you? Well, that's interesting. Actually, I think, you know, I, 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 there are a lot of, you know, examples of, uh, of successful entrepreneurs. Uh, 
I mean, I probably wouldn't be uh, here mentioning, you know, very uh, specific names. Uh, I've had, you know, a combination of different uh, inspirations or individuals who have, who have inspired me uh, over the course of my journey. Some of them do not think of themselves as entrepreneurial, <laughs> interestingly, uh, but uh, but they are social entrepreneurs, uh, uh, not set out to make profit, you know, but really giving out and you know going out to mentor to to support the aspirations of young people. So I had you know a few professors, you know, back in my university as an undergraduate who certainly do not think of themselves as entrepreneurs. They are not big business owners, if you, if you see what I mean. But they were, you know, resolutely, passionately, generously committed to, to mentoring, to really pushing and encouraging us to uh, students, young uh, students to have more confidence to believe in our abilities and to reach for the very heights, you know, not to lower expectations. So those... Uh, uh, professors who have raised expectations, who have nurtured, you know, ambitions. For me, you know, they are the real heroes of my of my story. Uh, although they were not uh, business owners, but I mean, but stepping out of the uh, examples of uh, those who, especially those who began from uh, from nothing. Uh, I mean, nothing, I suppose, is relative. Uh, but who to uh, share great and God. Uh, got on with things and were able to uh, do great things in terms of uh, creating, uh, setting up new businesses and, and creating new things. Uh, but but in at the very beginning, I think it's those professors, you know, who are really, really inspirational, who are on, on song, I will call them on song social entrepreneurs, uh, who, who didn't think of themselves as entrepreneurs. So as an entrepreneur, what mindset accompanies that? You know, is it is, is an entrepreneur somebody who's resilient and positive and kind of can pick themselves up quite quickly? Kind of what, what do you associate with being an entrepreneur in terms of mindset and attitude? Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right there. I mean, so being resilient is a key part of that. But I think it's, for me, I think the number one thing is that spirit of, of adventure. Uh, the love of adventure, the spirit of adventure, the willingness, uh, that risk-taking propensity, the willingness to just, you know, do new things, uh, to try new things, not just, you know, um, uh, recklessly or uh, out of hobby. I mean, although hobby could be part of it, but with the sole passion and intention to create value. I think that, for me, is a defining attribute of an entrepreneur that passion to want to try new things in order to create value. That I think is what I will see as, as a main uh, attribute of an entrepreneur. Of course, there are other things, you know, there is the, what is called in entrepreneurship uh, scholarship, self-efficacy. Uh, that, you know, what is also called internal locus of control. Because as an entrepreneur, you have, you know, a lot of things externally uh, and people maybe sometimes say, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You can't be doing that. When I was young, for example, so one of the things, you know, when I was a 12, 13 year old, 
one of the things you know me and my friend faced was this very idea that you are too young uh, to be doing this sort of thing. You know, uh, even the older folks are not uh, you know uh, going out there to do this. So I think the faith in yourself, in spite sometimes of uh, negative energies uh, that have been projected at you externally, that resolute faith and confidence in yourself to go there and try new things. Uh, and some of those things, you know, lasted for a few years and then you try something else, uh, but it doesn't matter. It's that willingness uh, propelled by a desire to make impact. That is the fundamental attribute of an entrepreneur and the spirit to keep going in spite of uh, detractors sometimes. Uh, I think that is also key to the entrepreneurial process. You mentioned adventure there, Son. Is it adventure or is it risk? It is both uh, because inherent in the very process of adventure is risk taking because there is no certainty. That is the very essence of adventure. You have absolutely, you don't have any absolute guarantees about what is going to be, whether what you intend to achieve will be achieved within the time frame you want to achieve it. Uh, so there is always a bit of risk there. Uh, but it's also not reckless. You know, you're not just going there knowing that something is not going to work. Because if there's a certainty that this is not, or, or, or this is what will happen, then it's no longer adventure, is it? So what really propels adventure is that bit of unknown that, that then, you know, open up new windows of opportunities as well as, you know, uh, risk as well. So it is, it is both, you know, an adventure as well as uh, risk. Uh, but uh, if you don't step out, you know, you can't uh, uh, experience uh, those things, uh, whether they come true as you envisaged it or whether the journey is more kind of uh, non-linear. So it's, a lot of this is around pushing outside of your comfort zone and kind of it, often it's you don't know what you don't know. But I think yeah. there's often a reluctance for people to try new things, whether it is in terms of entrepreneurship or in other areas of their career, because there's this fear of failure. Is it yes. okay to fail? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. It is. And I think it is really important. It's interesting because just uh, yesterday, I was just speaking to a student uh, who had... Uh, uh, outsourced uh, their data collection to somebody else. And uh, that data had come out, you know, uh, not looking good at all. And I was then saying, you know, you, you could have created a questionnaire yourself. Uh, and it doesn't take long. And they say they don't know how to do it. You know, there are a lot of, you know, YouTube videos there. So he, he, after a week, you know, where the student came back to me and said, well, uh, he still wanted to take the easiest route after a lot of talk two weeks ago, I said, okay, come on uh, on Zoom. Let, we wouldn't need more than 10, 10 minutes. And we did that in less than 10 minutes, showed him how to do it. And then he went ahead and did it yesterday by himself. This is something over the past three months. He has been trying to ask social orders. So I think there is always that, you know, the lack of confidence, but also the kind of propensity for the easy route as well, for the easy route. To, to, to achieve things. So it's a combination of a, a fear of failure and also lack of confidence, you know, that sort of impedes, you know, these opportunities to, to learn, to try new things, to experience new things. 
And now for that student yesterday, for example, that is that jinx uh, broken forever. He now knows how to do that. He wouldn't need to source that. And I hope at least that um, propels uh, uh, them to, to embrace new opportunities going forward to just learn and do new things. So what advice would you give to some of our listeners who may be thinking, oh, God, I'm so inspired by this. I really want to go off and do my own thing, but I'm just really apprehensive and I don't think I've, I know what I'm doing. What advice would you give? Uh, the advice I would give to them is that I've tried many things uh, in the past, failed you know, many times, <laughs> <laughs> and then tried again. And then most of the time, you know, go there in the end. And even the process of, you know, trying and failing has been, you know, for me, absolutely, absolutely rewarding. Uh, so that is what I'm going to say, that uh, there's no, you, you're not losing anything, you know, and if you fail the first or second time, it's not peculiar to you. You know, every single person who has tried a new thing has failed once before. Uh, so there's no need to be embarrassed or ashamed of uh, failing the first time. The, the important thing is to keep going because even in failing, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. In fact, the learning in failing is as valuable, if not more so, than in succeeding. Uh, and, and I would say embrace the opportunity, embrace the challenge and throw yourself at it out there uh, because there is all to gain. And... Uh, very little to lose in the end. Because if you don't try, you know, you remain as you are. You're not gaining anything. And if you try and you fail, you know, uh, it, it means you are back to where you are. You have not gained anything. Actually, you have. Because you've learned at least one or two ways on how not to approach that particular task or that particular, you know, experience. So, yeah, I would say, please go for it. Go for it. There is a whole world of opportunities out there it's only available to those who try, not those who, you know, stay back and recoil in words and say, no, I can't do it. I won't do it. So universities across the UK offer lots of um, support to students around entrepreneurship. But are there any of the resources that you would recommend or direct any of our listeners to? I mean, there are <clears throat> there are resources, you know, uh, Online, there are a lot of learning platforms now where you can learn new things. On LinkedIn, there's a lot of you know free training that is happening all the time. I mean, uh, just over the weekend, I spoke at a business conference where we had a major bank in the U UK coming forward and you know presenting and some some of the things they are doing that I didn't know. I've been banking with this particular bank for more than you know 17 years. I didn't know you know existed. So I think there are a lot of organizations, frontline organizations, large uh, organizations as well, that are providing a whole lot of support, including grants actually for entrepreneurs. And I would just say, you know, go out there uh, and explore, you know, search some of these, you know, uh, on just a Google search will lead you there, but also being intentional about, you know, being part of networks because uh, social capital is really key. I mean, this is what I was talking about in the keynote over the weekend that uh, you have to be intentional. If I've been part of organizations, you know, chambers of commerce, uh, uh, chambers of commerce uh, across, uh, for example, here in the, in the Midlands, uh, there are. So please join organizations, be active, step out there to network, to interact with others, go 
across the hall, uh, people that may not look like you. Uh, that is what we call bridging social capital. They are quite valuable. They are waiting to be connected with you and to explore or chase new frontiers of opportunities. So please, yeah, I would say just step out there and network and, you know, information abundantly available out there for those who, who step out to look for them. We're coming to the end of our time together, Shun, but before you leave us, what would you say is the best advice that you have ever had in terms of your own journey and your own um, entrepreneurial activities? I mean, the best advice I've had uh, has been for my mother, actually, you know, the 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 idea, you know, that you can do whatever you set out to do, uh, no matter what, no matter what uh, obstacles are there, uh, out there. And if you try and it doesn't work out, you know, you can try something else, uh, but never stop trying. I think that is the best advice I've had, you know, to keep going and to not let uh, yourself be drowned uh, by negative. There are always you know, negative, negative things happening out there in the world, but there are also a lot of positive things. I think the, the, the important thing also is to not attach yourself to negative energies, you know, but to, you know, focus on positive energies and uh, and people who will you know encourage your aspirations and ambitions and push you on uh, to do great things uh, but never stop trying and never stop believing that is the best advice i've had Sean, thank you so much for joining us on the aspire podcast for being such a brilliant guest and for i'm sure really inspiring our listeners Thank you very much indeed, Tonya, and thank you to the team at Aspire for the excellent, excellent work, high impact work you're doing, and uh, all the best to the team. Sheffield Hallam University is one of UK's largest and most diverse universities with a community of around 37,000 students. The university's mission is simple, they transform lives. Sheffield Hallam is an award-winning university, recently receiving gold in the Teaching Excellence Framework for outstanding support for student access and progression. Individuals from all backgrounds are provided with the opportunity to acquire skills, knowledge and experience to succeed at whatever they choose to do.